Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters class. And here we are with our Masters of the Ring. And again, you're the student, they're the teachers, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry. Don't forget, you can listen to Busted Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. But you know, right here, by subscribing to the Busted Open podcast, you get Busted Open seven days a week, including right here, our master's class that drops each and every Sunday. And what we're doing is kind of reflective of what's going on tonight. That's the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. So what we decided to do here on the Masters Class is come up with our own Forbidden Door pay-per-view. That's right. Any company out there, we are going inter-promotion, out-promotion. We are going Impact Wrestling. We could talk New Japan, WWE, AEW. It doesn't matter. NWA. We're talking about it right here on Busted Opens, the Masters class. So, gentlemen, if you don't mind, I will start with my first matchup that I have on the card. And I have, for my men's matchup, I have Roman Reigns versus Jacob Fatu from MLW. You want to talk about, you want to talk about the bloodline match? How about Roman Reigns versus Jacob Fatu? Nice. Keep it in the family. That's right. That's, That's a good one. All right, so Bully, why don't you give me your men's match? Okay, so we share the same brain at times. Ah! So I went with Roman Reigns also. Okay. Versus, and if you don't think people would want to see this, you're out of your mind. Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, you know what? What we've talked about the last couple of years, number one and number two for wrestler of the year, Roman Reigns versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, bully. I think you're right. I think people would want to see it. And I'm laughing my ass off right now because I think I just stooged off what Tommy was going to pick as his match. And talking about sharing the same brains, me and Tommy share the same fat brain. So I'll take Tommy's time and let you know that he also picked Roman versus Kenny Omega. And I wanted to do this because, you know, I've had a lot of experience booking out entire shows. I had an entire show booked out and my main event and specifically why I know it would be great because coming off of the great match that Matt Riddle and Roman Reigns had, Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns would be my main event of my own Forbidden Door match. You okay. Suck. All right. So, Mark, 
What what's your men's matchup for your Forbidden Door pay per view? Well, it looks like it may happen. The one that I, I look at, um, I guess a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, Zach Sabre Jr. called out Brian Danielson. And these are two strategic, goal-oriented, hold, wrist lock, very uh, catch wrestling icons. Both guys are known around the world as um, shoot wrestlers. And, but who is the best at it? You get Brian Danielson's worked at the biggest companies. And you have Zack Sabre Jr. who's traveled the world uh, putting the best wrestlers in the world in holes that they could not get out of. And I, I'm, I would be blown away. That would be my main event. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get into a women's matchup on our Forbidden Door pay-per-view. How do you like my Stu Hart impersonation? You're a big fella. Let's see you get out of this one, kid. Come here, let, me, let me put my hands on you. I told you guys he stretched me at the Big Texan Steakhouse in Amarillo in 1997, right underneath the table. Bent my wrist in a position I never thought it could possibly go in. Did as you he was see what an, I did? As he was eating an ostrich burger. Did you see what I did before you said that? I grabbed my wrist. He put his fingers in between the two bones and he squeezed so hard. Ah. He left a bruise on my, I could not close my hand for about two days. Yep. It was like the scene of uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, when they bring daddy to dinner and this crazy old wrestler wanted to keep <laughs> eating <laughs> us and shooting on us. Like, get away from me. I just want to eat a famous steak, sir. Legitimately sitting next to Stu Hart and, and watching him eat an ostrich with his left hand, he's eating the ostrich burger with his right hand under the table, bending my wrist back. And as he's chewing, like chunks of ostrich are just falling out of his mouth because he's talking at the same time. And he's like, hey, you can't get out of this one, can you? I mean, <laughs> that's my Stu Hart story. That's oh, amazing. Man. Both of you guys are crazy. All right, let's go to women's match on our Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Uh, I'm going to take, it's an easy one, two of your champions right now, Thunder Rosa, your AEW Women's Champion, against Bianca Belair uh, for, from the WWE. And I think athletic-wise, this would be a great matchup uh, in the ring. Uh, so that would be on mine. Bully, what do you have as your women's match for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view? Well, I went a little outside of the box of whether or not somebody's a champion right now, but uh, Thunder Rosa is your women's champion right now. And I think a, a, a match that lots of people would like to see would be Thunder Rosa versus Charlotte Flair. Ooh, I like that one too. That would be great. You know, just based like, like I said, with Bianca Belair, the athleticism, same thing with Charlotte. I mean, her crazy athleticism for Charlotte. Uh, Tommy, what do you have women's matchup for your pay-per-view? Well, this was a very, very, actually my hardest decision to make. Uh, originally, I was going to go with uh, Beth Phoenix versus Jade, but then I was told Beth is not an active wrestler, so I couldn't do that. And then uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with Bianca Belair versus Jade, two powerful, super-duper strong women going at it and uh, for a, a title, but also my undercard of my entire card that I put on, my opener of my show, was Mickey James versus Charlotte Flair. And you were the best. 
I am the best and let those two women go at it to open up my show. I like it. I like it. Mark, what do you have? Well, I, I feel like I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to get vetoed and I'm going to have to change because uh, one of the uh, wrestlers that I wanted to pick is, is a V is, is a, a free agent right now. And that's Sasha Banks. Pick whoever you want. Go with, go with pick, <laughs> Thank you, bully. But Thank she's you. still under contract pick. with WWE now. So technically, yeah. Okay. So um, mine would be Sasha Banks versus Jade Cargill. Mm. Finally, someone that we that has beat Charlotte Flair, that has beat Becky Lynch, that has beaten Bianca Belair before, that's beaten Oscar, who's beaten Bailey, who has beaten so many of the greatest women wrestlers of all time, and and current champions. Jay Cargill is undefeated. There was a time when Goldberg was undefeated. And when he faced somebody that was beyond his equal, wrestling-wise, maybe not physically, it made for such a, a great moment. And I think that that would be, Sasha Banks would be that test for Jay Cargill that could build her career to be in something unbelievable or it would be the best two out of three that we've ever seen. I love it. I, 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 I can't jump on board with the Jade Cargill decision. Too early? Yeah. Too early, It's bully. too early and Sasha, Sasha would have to dial it back just so Jade could keep up with her right now. Yeah, Jade's I've, got a hell of a future ahead of her. There's no doubt that if she spends the right amount of time with the right wrestling minds, learning how to apply, do this art form, apply her craft, that she is going to be there right now against Sasha. Could it work? Yes. Sasha would have to dial it down a notch just so Jade could keep up. And in a match like that, I'd like to see Sasha. I'd like to see both women at their best. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, Bully, you, you, you have debunked what I thought. And I'm not ashamed of saying that I could go back on a, on a, on a call. Um, when, when you start talking experience and you start talking about uh, brain trust, then I would like to see Sasha Banks and Serena Deeb. That I'm on board with. Yep. Yeah. When you start talking about brain trust and knowing how to go out there, we talked about this in our last podcast, uh, your ability to go in there and just work and not feel, not plan, not think, just go and go. Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I would say Serena Deeb and Sasha Banks. You know what, and, and and I'm starting to think too as well because Bully was talking about you know styles and you know the athleticism of a Charlotte Flair and a Thunder Rosa, you know what, and I and I I would love to see her get to the point where she could be in a major match on the pay per view. I would love to see Shayna Baszler going up against a Thunder Rosa, somebody that's physical wow. like a Shayna Baszler. I just wish that the perception that Shayna had within the WWE was highly regarded, that you could Serena, have a matchup like that. I would like to see that and uh, her and Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb, yeah, again, another one. All right, let's get into the tag teams. Now, with tag teams, it's very, very interesting because 
as Bully likes to say, you can't say it's a renaissance of tag team wrestling right now, but we are seeing great tag teams in 2022. And I have a couple that I'd love to put in a matchup on a pay-per-view if we had our Forbidden Door pay-per-view. And that's the Gorillas of Destiny going up against the Usos. Uh, I would love to see that matchup. What do you think, Bully? Uh, that is a, a great tag team match, without a doubt. Uh, as somebody who's been involved in yep. the careers of the Gorillas of Destiny and the Usos, uh, I, I, knowing the talents that they have firsthand, absolutely, especially with the the Tongan bloodline versus the Samoan bloodline. Yep. Uh, th- that would be interesting. And um, uh, a, a very wise man in the pro wrestling business once told me that the Samoan family is the toughest family in pro wrestling. And, but the only people, the Samoans fear are the Tongans, which I found uh, wow. to be a hell of a statement. So yeah, that would be a great tag team match. What do you have? By on the your way, paper? Dave, oh, um, bully just kind of booked himself on your super card because wouldn't it be a good idea if I was the announcer, since I kind of trained both guys. Sorry, Tommy, it just works. You want to talk about you want to talk about politics and booking yourself into shit? Oh my god! Well, you know what, Bully would be the commentator. Bit my tongue when you said that was called House of Hardcore, Bully. (laughs) Oh my god! All right, Bully, what do you got? Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. TLC Bucks FTR Usos. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I don't even want to do one now. Top that. Follow I don't, that. I don't want to do one. <laughs> Damn. I, I, think, I, I hate him so much, but I changed one team because I said a TLC. I and know who your other team is. Who? The Briscoes. Son of a bitch. Why? <laughs> well, my TLC, the Bucks versus the Usos versus the Briscoes. There you go. Thank you. Wow. All right, who's winning? Well, that's a whole listen. I think for everybody listening for to this, all of these men, <laughs> this is the hardest part to do. The finishes out when you're putting together a show. Think of this like we're in a room with four people, but then, like I always say, think of it's your money. Think of like what you're going to do. These are the hardest decisions that you could friggin' possibly make. My, mm. uh, for me, the winner of the T the TLC match would be FTR. Because FTR is going out of their way right now to try their hardest to instill mega credibility back into tag team wrestling. They're collecting a lot of belts. They're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to replicate this belt collector type mystique within tag team wrestling. Uh, So for me, uh, FTR would collect, would climb that ladder and let's just say win the, I don't know, whichever set of championships were hanging. I like it. I like it. Mark, what do you got? Uh, you know what, man, since we're, we were talking about FTR, FTR, uh, and the Usos, um, straight up mano y mano. Uh, they are, they are both tag teams. FTR, the guys are not brothers, but I have not, ever seen a true dominant tag team where the guys were not like brothers. You look at Bully and Devon, you look at Edge and Christian, like the Hardys, of course, <laughs> were brothers. So 
like it, it's you either have to be brothers and share one brain or you have to be the yin and the yang like brothers to get that done. I, I, I've been in the matches against the, the Dudley boys and I've seen Bully look at Devon and look away and Devon does what he said by telepath. Shit is crazy. The other day, prime example, the Bucks, they had a match against uh, Ray Phoenix and, and, and Penta. And there, they, they did a thing where they pulled the mask off and he covered up and then they did the finish. Right before that scene happened, Phoenix jumped off the top, hit the ropes, turned, and then spent and did like a, a Frankensteiner type of move. Neither one of the Bucks were in the right position for it. But at one point, it was a look and a hand gesture, and they both came together. Boom. Never said a fucking word. They looked at each other and knew what to do. That's crazy. And they That's the thing that about tag wrestling that I'm pissed everybody don't put the emphasis on. Yeah. As a little kid, watching Ron Simmons and Butch Reed, I thought that those two black men were superheroes. They gave me representation. They gave me talent. And they just look like monsters. And yeah. everybody that worked with them treated them like it. And we don't do that enough. FTR is the last. They're like Luke Skywalker. You're my only hope. That's, that, that, that's how I feel about tag wrestling. I only got one team at AEW that they are fighting the war for tag. The Bucks are great. They're iconic. Penta and, and Phoenix, unbelievable. The, the Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, all these tags are great. Brian Danielson and Moxley, Yuta, all of it. You got the Usos, Street Profits, the Viking Raiders, name a team, and all the companies. But the one team that I look at them as the representatives of tag wrestling is FTR. And to see them face a bloodline representative, the Usos, they come from it. They were born and bred in it. They are twins, just like the Bucks, just like the Hardys. They're able to do stuff telepathically that other tag teams can't do. Why not put an emphasis on that? Why not have these two guys, these two tags go against each other? And I don't care what the finish is. We, we talked about, well, who wins? I don't care who wins. I don't care if they fight outside and both get counted out. I don't care. But imagine a 25, 30-minute tag. These guys doing it all from beginning to end. 
it would blow your damn mind. And again, Usos is a team that all of us had as our tag team match for our pay-per-view. All right, last match on our card, the show stealer. I have Seth Rollins going up against Okada. <laughs> wow. That's, That's a, a show stealer for you. That's a show stealer. What do you got, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I once again outside of the box for my show stealer because it's not a wrestling match. What? Nope. My show stealer has nothing to do with a professional wrestling match. It has to do with a microphone battle. My show stealer is MJF versus Paul Heyman. Wow. Holy fuck. There's <laughs> you your clip that? for socials. Five minutes, <laughs> live mics, no scripts. MJF versus Paul Heyman. The young Sith versus the old Sith. And trust me, trust me, I'd love to throw my name in there, but I'm not going to do that. But MJF and Heyman, gloves off, say whatever you want. All right, Bully, in that scenario, who gets the last word? Who goes first is what I want to know. I couldn't tell you because, okay. I, like I said, unscripted. Let them go in there. Give them live microphones. Screw the five minutes. Give them whatever they want and let them say whatever they're going to say. Just like Paul Heyman said at One Night Stand when he was talking to Eric Bischoff. Let's see what happens. You know how I feel about this kind of stuff, Dave. I know. You know, and, I know. And, and just by the way, I want to get him rocking. He's like this. I really like Bully's show. I really want to watch it. And, I want to uh, watch it, too. That's great. I will tell you this. Experience will trump it. Paul will get over more. Okay. All right. Hmm. Maybe Bully Paul, would, me- Paul would unra- unravel MJF. If anyone could do it, Paul could do All it. All right. Tommy, what do you have as your show stealer? Well, on my six-match card, which would be my second match, and this is uh, extra, Hangman Page versus AJ Styles would be my one, but my show stealer would also have some stipulations. Mask versus the career. Ray Phoenix versus Ray Mysterio with Penta and Dom in the corners. Career Ooh. versus the mask. Oh, Who's man. going over? I'm not telling you. You have to, All right, well, uh, give me the show. You gotta spend $79.99 for House of Hardcore right, simulcast. Uh, Give me the and by the way, I just want to say this. The original Forbidden Door, in my opinion, was when ECW invaded Monday Night Raw in 1997. Word. Word. Uh, Mark, your show stealer on your pay-per-view. My, my show stealer. Uh, it's funny how Ray Phoenix came up in multiple matches. Uh, Ray Phoenix and Will Ospreay. Um these guys would break the record for, I mean, we, we saw six years ago, uh, Will Ospreay and Ricochet uh, and Ricochet go at it. It would be that, but with experience and know-how because during that time, six years ago, Ospreay and Ricochet were not overly experienced. They just had talent. And they went out there and they did a lot of physical, talented, uh, exciting things. Now, imagine Osprey in there with somebody that his his physical equal. 
There's only about eight of those guys in the world. Eight out of hundreds of thousands that can do what they do with their intellect. How crazy would Ray Phoenix and Osprey be? I, I love it. I, I Listen, we put together our Forbidden Door pay-per-view card. I hope the nation does as well. Go to at Busted Open Radio. Give us some of your predictions from our show, and then give us some of your matches that you would want to see. Uh, thanks for listening. You get the Busted Opens, the Masters class, each and every Sunday right here exclusively on our podcast. Please subscribe and make sure you comment and rate. Make sure you listen to us live, our three-hour live show, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Early. The digital producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Marissa Rivas is the director of Sports Podcast. Special thanks to Senior Vice President of Sports and Podcasts, the legendary Steve Cohen. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.